it's going to be a huge game because first place implications are on the line. We take care of business this week. I can't emphasize that enough. We win the Red River Conference Championship. LSUA fans, it's time for the Fort Report. Your source for talking LSUA Generals basketball with head coach Larry Cordero and your host, Ben Jernigan. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Fort Report. Your source for talking LSUA Generals basketball. We are here uh, with head coach Larry Cordero. Larry, how's it going? Hey, Ben, what's going on, my man? Man, I, I'm looking forward to being here with you. Looking forward to uh, talking some LSUA Generals basketball. Hey, we got a great show for our fans today. We're going to break down the LSUS game on, from Saturday. We're going to interview Carlos Coleman, senior Carlos Coleman. Uh, we're going to look ahead to the couple of basketball games we have this week versus Paul Quinn and Southwest as we wrap up our conference and uh, and our just our regular season schedule. So we got a great show coming at you today. And just a reminder to our fans, we are uh, number eight in the country, LSUA Generals basketball. It's sitting at twenty three and five and fifteen and one in conference play. Uh, so we are that's where we are in the season. We won seventeen of nineteen, but Saturday. We lost. Coach Larry, did the sun come out on Sunday morning? It did. The sun rose. We were able to go to church on Sunday morning. And, uh, you know, we just still have to uh, be thankful for for the opportunity that we still have ahead. You know, that wasn't uh, anything what we uh, were hoping the outcome to be on Saturday. Uh, you know, whether you lose by one at the buzzer, like we've done that uh, in Florida to Faulkner or whether you lose by 30 to your conference uh, in-state rival up at their place, which, uh, you know, a, a loss is a loss. But, you know, that one right there seemed to sting a little bit more. And I think it's going to catch our attention, which uh, I like how we already bounced back yesterday at practice. But, uh, you know, Shreveport's good. We knew that. And Kyle Blankenship and, and his assistant coach, our former assistant, Tyler Sobey, you know, it's good to see those guys and, uh, you know, Normally we bring the best out of each other, but uh, there was no best for us. Uh, we, we've got to, uh, you know, get back to to practice and, and get ready sure. for these home games. And hopefully we can play Shreveport again next week in the conference tournament, because that means we would have made the conference tournament championship. We we believe they're that good, and we still believe we're that good. It's a tough loss. We got punched in the teeth, and uh, but at the end of the day, it's one game. It's one loss. We're still sitting atop of the conference uh, standings. Still have a chance to close out uh, a regular season conference championship this week. And so we'll look forward to doing that. Coach, just talking about the game on Saturday, we found ourselves down early. Uh, I believe we were down 10 to nothing early, which really is not a, a, very, a super unfamiliar uh, place for us. We've been down early in, in several games this year. Uh, but this time we weren't able to claw back. Do you think we were pressing a little bit, trying to – maybe do too much uh, or, or what, what do you, what do you think was going on there? I think you're right a little bit on that being, uh, I don't know that it was just the 10 0 deficit. You know, we cut it to 25 to 19 and it was a six point ball game. Uh, even with the bad start, we just didn't take advantage of when number three, their leading score went to the bench. Uh, just like when we played them here, he had two fouls again. And we couldn't capitalize on that. They did. They went on a huge run to finish the half. Uh, the ball did not bounce our way. It didn't go in our rim. 
uh, a couple of rebounds are really just uh, just real squirrely like, and they they need up. They got all the 50-50 balls. They got a couple calls. You can expect that on the road, and you know, just make no excuses that you know we've got to be better. Uh, sure. Even whenever we don't shoot the ball better, if we just make eight threes and they make twelve, which normally that rolls reversed, but uh, yeah. You know, all in all, it wasn't our day. Uh, we got out coached. We got out played. We were out prepared. Uh, now, you know, what are we going to do about it? Yesterday, we had a really good practice, and we're getting ready to to uh, have another one here after we lift weights. Uh, well, coach, you, you're, you're exactly right, and it's a matter of how we bounce back. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, bouncing back this week. And as you've already started at practice practice yesterday. Um, okay, so you said the ball didn't bounce our way, and we really just—it was just one of those days. I mean, it, you know, I think the numbers would would indicate that uh, we shot 35 percent from the field, and our, our opponent shot 58 percent from the field. So there's a big gap there. Uh, they did make four more threes, but their percentage was twice of ours. I mean, we shot 24 uh, percent from behind the three-point line. And so, you know, those numbers—the the ball wasn't bouncing our way, you know—and and that happens sometimes. And so. Uh, you know, one of the things that you talked about going into the game was it's going to be a battle uh, on the boards, battle for the rebounds, and we were also out-rebounded 50-36. to 36. Uh, Coach, how, how big of a factor were the rebounds in, in the game on Saturday? Well, we threw Trent Brinkley out there. Uh, he was able to get a few minutes in, but he's not all the way back to where uh, he's going to be again yesterday after we watched the entire first half with the team. We had a really spirited practice, and, and Trent's coming along better and better. But, uh, you know, as a unit, we just we just can't get uh, beat up on boards like that. We've got to be able to, you know, fight with a little bit more pride. I think the last 10 minutes of the game, we uh, kind of realized that, uh, you know, we weren't going to win the game. And there were spurts and groups where we did compete with pride and with effort all the way. But then there were also some times where I wasn't pleased uh, where we just – kind of were like ready for the final horn to come and Shreveport just took it to us and hopefully I you know we can remember those plays or whether it be by film and you know you know do something about it and compete with an edge and practice and then hopefully the next time we get to play with those guys we'll have a little bit more sense of urgency that's right that's right coach you found yourself in a place that that you haven't been in and uh very often and that's on the losing side of a ball game I mean, that's the sixth time uh, the fifth time we've lost this year, and in this uh, storied program, and at least in the recent history, we we haven't lost um, a ton of ball games. But but what do you say after after a tough loss like that on the road on Saturday to the guys in the locker room after the game? We kept it short. There wasn't a whole lot to be said. I, mean, I think we really got uh, beat up and down the court all night long. And uh, guys, just it, it happens if we don't prepare the right way, if we don't do things the the correct way. Uh, whether it be team meetings, whether it be how hard we go in the weight room. Uh, I had to go recruiting right after that game. Uh, you know, we've got seven seniors that we'll honor on Saturday at home, and there was a big game uh, heading back towards Alexandria. So, you know, not, not a whole lot to say. I think Shreveport said it all for us. That was our third double-digit loss in program history. Shreveport has beaten us now twice back-to-back -back seasons at their place by double digits, and our first-ever double-digit loss was to Our Lady of the Lake in our first Red River game back in 2014. But I don't know the exact numbers, but I think that's true. I think we've lost three games by double digits or more. And it doesn't yeah. happen uh, often around here. Uh, hopefully we, we look forward to bouncing back versus Paul Quinn on Thursday. 
And uh, we still have a lot to play for. There's several teams throughout the country that don't have a whole lot of hope in February, but we do. We take care of business at home this week. We can be outright conference champs still, even with that loss. That's right. That's right. And you got you to gotta pick things up and move on. You know, I asked that question because uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Lane Burroughs, the, the baseball coach at Louisiana Tech, he, <laughs> he says, you know, sometimes after, after a loss or after a game, you know, the, guy, the guys don't need, they don't need much. Right. You just we'll, I'll talk to him tomorrow. We'll say a little word and then that's it. And we'll, we'll pick up and bounce back. And so um, so, you know, sometimes I think, uh, you, you know, maybe things are best said, not said. And, and folks can the, the players can chew on that a little bit. Well, we started to look back, look, look forward to uh, to bouncing back this week. And I know it was good to get on the court yesterday and get a practice in. And I know you'll continue that today. Hey, let's take a quick break. We have Carlos Coleman. I want to talk to Carlos Coleman. So let's, uh, let's talk to him for just a minute, and I'll be back on with you in just a minute. Sounds good. All right. Well, we have a special opportunity. We get to talk to Carlos Coleman today. Uh, Carlos, how's it going? I'm doing fine. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's been uh, a lot of fun. I say this week in and week out to be able to follow the LSUA Generals basketball program and uh, and you are one of those special players that is just fun to watch and to keep up with, and uh, yeah, it's been great. You guys are having a great season. Yes, sir. We're having a wonderful season. Carlos, you are from Gibbsland, Louisiana, and uh, you went to Gibbsland High School. Were you born and raised in Gibbsland? Yes, sir. All right. Well, tell me a little bit about your family. Um, my mom' name is Chantel Coleman, and my father' name is Carlos Coleman. All right. Do you have brothers or sisters? No, sir. No siblings. Okay. All right. Well, how did you end up at LSUA? Uh, I ended up at LSUA talking to Mr. Bush, and I just happened to see Larry Cadero at, like, the last two years of my of my senior year and junior year. I went to some of his camps, and I just ended up liking Mr. Cadero a lot. He was real nice and, gen- and generous to me. Larry's great, and uh, it's been a lot of fun to follow him and follow uh, the basketball uh, team this year. So our team, we are 23-5 and and 15-1 and in conference. We've won 17 of 19, and uh, we've been playing really, really well. And then this past Saturday, we kind of got punched in the teeth a little bit. Tell us about the loss on this weekend. Uh, the loss this weekend, we went in the game kind of lackadaisical, and I just feel like as a whole, as a team, we weren't as locked in as we needed to be. But we need to make adjustments and learn how to face adversity, and I think we'll come out on top at the end of the season on our main goal. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And, you know, we do. We, we, do, we face it, adversities, and um, I think a real key to seeing the strength of a team is how you respond uh, in the face of adversity. All right, so Carlos, what's your most memorable moment as a general? My most memorable moment as a general, I say my funniest moment was my freshman year where we had a dance circle, and I never did that. And when I got here, coach turned on the music box, and everybody went around the whole gym, and everybody danced from coaches to players, even mm-hmm. the, even the managers. <laughs> All right, yeah, this is great. Tell me more. So is this at uh, is this at a practice? Is yeah, this is. Uh, I can't remember if it was at the end of practice or the beginning of practice. I think it was at the beginning of practice. This is great. So do you still do this, or is this something you just did your freshman uh, year? Now now we usually do it. The freshmen like, usually sing a song now, but we kind of went away from the dancing circle. But 
I, I think that'll be something we can we can do again this year. It's just to bring back some old memories. That is have great. a little fun. That is great. See, these are the kind of things that people don't know about. I love to hear that. Okay, so this year we, uh, I'm looking at the the box scores and reflecting back on conversations with Coach Larry. The Wiley game, we won ninety four to eighty eight, and uh, well, we played them twice, but in that particular one, you had sixteen points, eight rebounds, two assists, two steals. And you really just stepped up big for us uh, to help us win that ball game, which helped us stay on top of the conference standings. Tell us about the Wiley game this year. Uh, the Wiley game, uh, we had a lot of a lot of people out due to injuries, and our team is full of depth. And a lot of guys step up on any given night, and that night it just happened to be my night, and the ball happened to fall my way. So I just got to thank my teammates and thank my coaches for trusting me to get in the game and do my job. Well, yeah, and you certainly did. And, you know, your patience has proven um, wor- worthy. You know, I mean, you, you came in as a, as, a, as a freshman and you, you waited and then you played and you contributed and you contributed and contributed. But it's really not been until your senior year that you've been able to have the impact that you have. And, uh, and the numbers are showing that you, you are uh, more than capable of, of being a, a big-time player and helping your team win ball games. What happens next for Carlos Coleman after you graduate? Uh, after I graduate, um, when I get my degree, I plan to try to coach somewhere. If if I don't get anything in basketball, I want to try to coach. Awesome. That, that's my main goal. Awesome. Uh, what is your degree? My degree is kinesiology and general studies, and I should have a minor in psychology and communications. Very cool. Uh, we look forward to uh, what the future holds for Carlos Coleman. <laughs> Layup drills. Lay it up. Lay, 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 lay. All right, it's time for some layup drills. You ready for this? Yes, sir. All right, I'm going to ask you five questions, and I want you to answer these questions the best you can and so we can better know about Carlos Coleman. All right, let's do this. Question number one, what is your favorite NBA team? My favorite NBA team is the Los Angeles Clippers. The Clippers right now is because my favorite player, um, Paul George, plays for them. So I have to follow Paul George. There you go. All right. Question number two. What's your favorite place to eat in Alexandria? Favorite place to eat in Alexandria is Raising Cane's. Raising Cane's. I think think at least two of your other teammates have told me the same thing. Uh, Very popular. Great chicken. French fries, uh, yeah, I like it. Okay, question number three. What's your favorite sport other than basketball? My favorite sport other than basketball would have to be baseball. Baseball, all right. Question <laughs> number four. How many times did you call home in a week? Oh, I call home almost every other day. Okay. Every other day. All right, so we're saying three to four times a week. Yes, sir. Maybe right. more. Maybe more. Maybe more. All right. Well, we'll say four and a half. How about that? All right. All right. Question number five. Last question. If you could eat dinner with anyone in the world, past or present, who would it be? Oh, past or present. If I could sit down and eat with anybody right now, it'd be Paul George. Really? <laughs> All right. Yes, sir. And why is that? Cause I just I, I like the I like his game and I like him as a person and everything he's been through his injuries and stuff and the way he's like had faith his whole career and I just I like his determination I, I like the kill in his eyes every time he's played basketball yeah. he he shows everything on the defensive end and the offensive end. 
Layup drills. Lay it up. Lay, 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 lay. All right. Well, you passed. You made all five layups. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, Carlos. Thanks for being on the show with us. All right. Thank you, sir. All right, Coach. So we just got to visit with Carlos Coleman. And uh, I know it's been a joy for you to be able to coach him his four years at LSUA. And um, and uh, he's a great kid. And that was it was good to visit with him. He's really had uh, made some good contributions here uh, in this senior year that I know that you're excited about. And, and hopefully he'll continue to push on, push on through. Hey, if you, if you say Carlos Coleman, what, what do you what do you think of in Carlos Coleman? proud of Carlos Coleman. He's been here five years. We're going to honor him with the Ball Hawk Award. He's had three really good games where he's averaged about 13 points and nine boards in those three games. He's been persistent and patient. We've got a really good program here. It's not easy to get on the court. Uh, Carlos has just kind of continued to wait and work, and here he is in his senior year. He started some games for us. Uh, he was huge in the win at Wiley there. I'm not sure without Emmanuel Thompson that game. And if Carlos doesn't step up to the plate, I don't know that we win that game. And here we are maybe in a tie for conference with Shreveport if we can take care of business these two games. But, you know, Carlos keeps a good attitude. He's going to graduate in May. And he has met his uh, girlfriend who played for Coach Bob. Uh, it's pretty neat to see Jordan Williams uh, Joe Ferrace, Carlos Coleman, all three of those guys, whether it be girlfriend, fiance, uh, wife, and Joe Ferrace's uh, case, to be able to uh, just, you know, kind of meet their significant other and play in college basketball here. But, you know, Carlos Coleman's got two fine parents, and he's from North Louisiana. I'll remember the day when we signed him, and it's going to be sad walking uh, down that fort court seeing his parents on Saturday. Just it'll be, you know, the last time. Uh, and for him as a college senior uh, playing basketball in the fort. So we hope everybody comes out and just supports Carlos and six other seniors on Saturday at 4 o'clock when we take on Southwest. It's going to be a huge game because first place implications are on the line. We take care of business this week. I can't emphasize that enough. We win the Red River Conference uh, Championship. That's right. That's right, Coach. And I, um, what a special player Carlos is, and uh, I know that uh, it'll be a special – uh, week this week as he wraps up his regular season playing career at LSUA and uh, it'll be the last time that he gets to play at the fort so that'll be a special moment so let's talk this let's talk now let's talk about this week uh, we've got a couple of basketball games both at home and uh, and you know and as we look at it we've qualified for the conference tournament uh, we're sitting at top of the standings in the Red River Athletic Conference and um, we'll also be playing uh, local games uh, in the conference tournament, which will be next week. But uh, we've got a couple of games this week. We play Paul Quinn at home. That's Thursday night, and that'll be at 7 o'clock. And then on Saturday, we play at 4 o'clock versus Southwest. So, Coach, we played Paul Quinn before in the season. We got a victory one, uh, 90-62. But what can we expect versus Paul Quinn on Thursday night? Paul Quinn's a scrappy bunch. They have two leading scorers. Number 11 is uh, kind of a small forward type who's averaging 16. And number 22 is a big center. He's been there a couple years. He's one of the better offensive rebounders in the conference. He's averaging 15 points and 10 rebounds. Those two guys take the majority of shots. Uh, of course, we can't let anybody else sneak up on us, but we're going to have to really focus on those guys right there. And it's just going to be a bounce-back game for us, how we can come out and entertain and with effort. And uh, we got to get back to sharing the basketball. Uh, less dribbles, more passes, 
And I think the ball will go in the hoop more times than not for the generals if we stick to that formula. No doubt, no doubt. Trust the process. Trust the uh, uh, what you've been doing that got you to this point. And uh, we look forward to a, for a, an opportunity for the generals to be back on the court on Thursday night at 7 p.m. So we look, uh, we invite our fans to come out and be loud. And and uh, it's going to be uh, a great. Uh, basketball game on Thursday night and then we wrap up the regular season on Saturday afternoon at four o'clock and we have uh, Southwest coming to town and uh, that's going to be a big game you know who else is coming to town our mascot tank about a year or so ago the generals got creative and we now have a mascot it's a dog named tank and i believe the costume adam johnson's been doing a really good job of kind of giving some sneak peeks and previewing it and promoting it for kids to come out and take pictures and see what this mascot this costume looks like and i'm looking forward to it as well i haven't seen it but that'll be just uh, a little extra uh bonus on saturday for for fans to come out and see watch the last game of 2020 you know this season six team has only lost one game at home and hopefully it stays that way up until Saturday as well and you know senior days are special uh, this class of seven uh, I mean Carlos and Chris have been here you know forever you know JR and Montre are brand new Stove and Trent and Trail that's Emmanuel Thompson they've been here a couple years hopefully I didn't leave anybody off there's so many seniors this year's class they deserve a full fort yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to be a special day on Saturday. It's Senior Day. Come out, check out the mascot. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun at the fort. Uh, Saturday at four o'clock. It'll be the last regular season game for the LSUA Generals, and we look forward to uh, a great week of basketball. And being back at home uh, will will just be a great way to to wrap up the regular season. You know, these guys aren't going to class today on Mardi Gras, but you know, basketball is just a a full schedule. It's preparing them for a job for life and you know, how to just handle all the rigorous schedule and the things that come with it. We only have 11 practices left. That's hard to believe, Ben, but yeah. we've got to maximize each and every one of them. That's right. That's right. Well, Coach, it's been a great show. Great to talk to you, as always, and we look forward to some great basketball this week at the Fort. Look forward to talking with you next week, Ben. Go Generals. Thanks for listening to The Fort Report, your source for talking LSUA Generals basketball with head coach Larry Cordero and your host, Ben Jernigan. For more info on LSUA basketball, go to lsuagenerals.com.